to speak over the cells in my body, positioned every day to speak over my kids, every organ. We don't wait for a pain to get worse. Immediately, we should be attacking that. And just like a team, on a team, you train. So that's what this message is all about. Being on the offense versus defense. I want to go into my testimony about six years ago. About six years ago, I was pregnant with my third. Um, I now have three, and Rory J is my youngest. He is almost five. But I was pregnant, and at five months, they told me that the baby's heart had stopped. Now, I knew in my mind it was God's will that the baby live. I knew God could resurrect the baby, but I was not in a position to fight. I was in a position to be afraid. I was in fear. My prayers consisted of, please God, I, 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 uh, please God, I just, if you would just, God, God, please, and I would stay up just on my knees, just pleading with God. I was just so terrified. I knew he could do it, but I was not ready. I hadn't been training. I didn't know that I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew, right? I want to read a verse, Hebrews 2, 14 through 15. That since therefore the children share flesh and blood, he himself, Jesus, likewise shared the same things, so that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. I was in the fear of death. So when I became pregnant again, I had so much fear about losing this one. Who knows that the devil loves to hold us in bondage with the trauma of past events. What was Jonathan talking about this morning? He was talking about that. We are the age, if we don't deal with it, if we don't get healed by it, we are in the age, you probably can say this better than me. <laughs> We stay in the same age as the trauma happened at. Pretty good. That was close enough. You know what I'm saying. So what I did, I made myself a CD. I read every healing scripture in the Bible. I wrote them all out. I read them out. I recorded them. I put music behind them. And I had this CD I listened to over and over and over again. Because I knew I had to get this. I had to get this, or for nine months, I was going to be terrorized, tormented, scared out of my mind, right? So what I found in that, that time was people started asking me for that CD. A lot of people are in same situations of some sort, right? And they're desperate, and that's what I found is there were so many people wanting this truth, this word of God. 
And this is actually where the idea for the Justice Bears came from. One thing I did learn when I started Justice Cry is I began putting my hands out and I began receiving, God, I receive every promise you have. I receive everything you have for my life. I receive new ideas. I receive new ideas for inventions. So right now I want us all to stand up. I'm usually with the girls and the kids and the everybody down there. I work with kids, so this is gonna be a little interactive. I'm sorry, but it's just how I am. All right, so everybody put your hands out. Okay, Father God, I receive everything you have for me. I receive new ideas. I receive witty ideas. I receive every promise. I receive new vision for my life, for my family, and for my business. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just praise him for two seconds. God, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Just receive it. Just receive it. Since I've been doing that, oh, it is amazing. It is amazing. Glory to you, God. You may be seated. Don't get too comfortable. Actually, I don't know that for sure. <laughs> so after I lose, after I lost our, you know, we lost our baby, uh, and his name was Justice, and that's where Justice Cry came from. Because after I lost him, I declared the devil would repay me seven times what he stole from me. Seven times. Proverbs 6.31. Any thief who gets caught must pay back seven times what was stolen and lose everything. I caught a thief who wants to kill, steal, and destroy me and my family. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. What I didn't realize was payback in my situation came in teddy bears. Payback came with hundreds of bears going out to every age, to every situation you can even imagine. Some weeks it just hurts to hear these stories. Most weeks it hurts to hear these stories. It's just terrible how many people are hurting. What's so great is we're almost to a thousand. <laughs> Which we have never, I've never, it, it's all word of mouth. That's how great it is. Jamie. Yes. This is Hailey and you. Come here. Yes. Hi. Hi. He might Hi. have broke his finger right here Kay. in youth. Okay. Hi. Can we all pray for him? Can we all stand up and pray? All Leo? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Leo, here, sure. come sit. Okay, I want everybody to reach your hand. If you feel led, come on up. Come on up. Is it this one right here? Yes, my baby. It's like right there. Okay. Father God, we praise your mighty name. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you, Father God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Father God, you are the healer. You are the healer, Father God. We command every bone in its place. We command every tendon in its place. Right now, in the name of Yeshua. Oh, glory to God. 
Glory to God. Father God, we praise your mighty name, Jesus. We command every bone into its place right now. Into its place right now. Into its place. Restored. All damage. All damage. Reverse right now. In the name of Jesus, right now. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God, right now. All muscles, all tendons right now go into place. Go into place. Every cell in his place. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Holy, 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 holy. Glory to you, God. Everything in its order in place right now. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God, right now. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Father God, glory to you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, Almighty God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Wholeness right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Right now. Thank you. Into his place. Into his place right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, Father God, glory to you, Father God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, Jesus. Back in place right now. Right now. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus right now. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus right now. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Complete wholeness and healing right now. Right now. Right now. Go into place right now. Right now, Jesus, mighty name. Glory to you, God. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, Father God. Glory to you, Jesus, Christ Almighty God. Glory to you, God, Father God. Glory to you, Almighty God. Glory to you, God. In its place right now. In its place right now. Right now. In its place right now. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. This is the house of healing. This is the house of miracles. This is the house of healing. This is the house of miracles. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Holy are you, Lord Jesus Christ, Almighty God. Oh, glory to you, Father God. Total restoration right now. Complete restoration in the name of Jesus. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. This is your body, Lord. Father God, the church is your body, God. Glory to you, Father God, right now. Right now, right now, right now. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, Jesus. Glory to you, God. Glory, glory, glory. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, Jesus. 
Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. This is the house of miracles. This is the house of healing. This is the house of miracles. Glory to you, God. 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 Jesus. So right now, you receive that. You receive that healing right now. It is God's will you are healed. You receive that right now. You receive that. You speak it out. I am whole. I am healed. Say pinky back into place. Right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Holy, 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 holy. Right now. Right now in the name of Jesus Christ Almighty God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Father, we thank you. We thank you, God. You receive that. You receive that. You receive it. You receive it right now. You be whole and healed right now. You be whole and healed right now. Whole and healed right now. Glory. Whole and healed right now. Glory be to you. Glory, glory, glory to you, Jesus. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Oh, Father God. Glory to you, 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 God. Yes. 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 You are the healer, Lord Jesus. You are the healer. You are the healer, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ the healer. God, she should get up, 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 Glory to you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to you, God. All bones. All bones into place. Oh, every cell must submit. Every part of this body must submit to the word of God. In the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, you are whole and you are healed. Glory to you. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, Jesus. Holy are you. Holy are you. Glory to you, God. Glory to you. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. You keep saying and I am healed. You don't stop. You don't keep away from that place. You stay right there. You stay right there. You stay right there. You stay right there in that. You stay right there. Okay? Okay. 
Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God, in Jesus' mighty name. Leo, I want you to keep speaking to it throughout the night. You have received it. You have received it. You have received it. You keep speaking to that finger. Okay? Okay? Glory, glory, glory. Show your hand. What did you glory, 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 Glory to you, God. Glory. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. This is what church should be. This is what it should look like. Every member in its place, this is what it should look like. This is what it should look like. The hurting should come running in. Right? Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. What God has really been working with me is when you don't see it immediately, you you keep pressing, and you keep pressing, and you keep pressing, and you keep pressing. The devil is just looking to see. He's just seeing how long, how long it's going to take before you give in. But once he knows you're going to battle him every single time, it gets less and less and less and less and less. I learned this just recently. This is off of my notes now a little bit. <laughs> but uh I taught first grade last year, and some of you may know I also am getting into uh, the children's videos. Um, I'm doing them for a network now. And so I had a lot on my plate, a lot on my mind, and I started having chest pain at night where I couldn't breathe, and, and I literally would fight this all night long. It started all night long, and the next night, to the point where I was, I was scared when night came, and I'm like, no, I'm not afraid. And what I found is I literally battled and battled every night with the word of God, with laughing at it, with singing. And all of a sudden, I just realized I don't wake up at night anymore. It got less and less. The battle got easier and easier. And I remember one night, and I'm not against doctors. Don't take this. This is not doctrine. Don't. But one night I said, because the fear of death, if you die, your kids are going to be without you. And if you die, and I raised up my hands and I said, I will die here before I go to a hospital because I know the truth, because I know I'm healed. And that was the difference. That was the difference. I put my heels in 100% and said, you can't scare me with death anymore. You can't scare me with death anymore. 
you know, what's so great is through this ministry, God, you know, we've really given the devil a black eye. Like I mentioned, we have these bears going out. We just had 20 go to Guatemala. We had 25 in May go to Oaxaca, Mexico. They're getting out of the States even. And it's so awesome. It's just so awesome. Payback is also in the stories I have. And I have so many, so I had to only do three. <laughs> but so the first story is I got a call and it was a message actually on Facebook and it said, my daughter is four years old. I'd really like a bear. She's dying. We don't know if she's going to make it. And backstory just a little bit. Through COVID, I could not find teddy bears anywhere for my ministry. I finally found one and, and they said, we have 150 stuffed animals, but they're random. I don't even know what they are. Do you just want to take a chance on it? And I said, I'll take them. I'll just take them. I had no other choice. I just, I've been calling. No one's answering. Did everybody just disappear, shut down? So I get the boxes and there's like five or six boxes. The first stuffed animal that gets pulled out is this black cat with glitter all over it, with fangs. It was like a Halloween cat. I mean, not even soft. I mean, it was just this demonic looking cat. And my heart just was like, oh, if I even have three of these things, I am just going to cry. I'm just going to start crying right now. Then I pull out one koala and I'm like, okay, well, whatever. And I pull out like two penguins and a horse, and they're all kind of ugly. I mean, you know, just a horse. You know, how do you make a horse cute in a little stuffed animal? And, uh, and then there's a cow, one cow. And again, it wasn't soft. It's not cute. I'm like, oh, my, like, this is terrible. I am just so deflated. I'm so sad. And I get through the rest, and there's tigers and bears, and everything else was super cute. It was great. It just happened to be that first box. And I remember, but through that, I remember thinking, God, you have one person who needs this cow. I'm not going to get deflated here. You have one person who needs this cow. You have one person who needs this koala bear. Somebody is going to love them this horse that you have to tell them it's a horse because they made it like a teddy bear with, you know, it just, oh, I don't even know. It just says horse on the tag, so that's how you know. And uh, so this cow, go, coming back to my message, so I get this message and she said, you know, she's dying. She's fighting for her life. We don't know if she's going to make it. And I said, does she have, and I don't usually do this because it, it's, to get an order for somebody, and every single person have a different uh, teddy bear or tiger or something like that, it would just be way too much time. But once in a while, God leads me to what's their favorite animal. And so I said, what's her favorite animal? And she said, a cow. <laughs> she loves her cow. So much so she ends up sending me like six pictures of this little girl and her cow. This white cow, this massive cow, and this little girl's like, oh, I love my cow. And I just started bawling. I said, I have a cow for her. Ah! I mean, I'm just bawling. I'm like, God, oh, he's in the details. He's in the details. Can we put her picture up? I almost forgot. 
So that's, that's our sweet little girl. I don't like to say any names, but that's our sweet little girl with her cow. So she did end up living, and she survived. And I actually got several more pictures of her and her cow and a video. <laughs> her mom sent it all because she loves this cow. Then I got a picture of her and her cow and her cow. And uh, just what a blessing. I am so blessed through this ministry because it's truly taught me God is so in the details he is so in the details. So then I have another order, and it's for three bears, and I do, you know, whatever, three regular bears. They're for girls. Okay, done. I get them all packed up individually, and all of a sudden, and I'm on, re out on recess with all my kids. Like, I have other things going on. People, are, kids are fighting over here, and what are you chewing on over here? Like, please don't get into that. And God's like, you call this number, that ordered this bear. You call her. And I, I'm like, oh, I'm like, you know, I don't want to do this right now. I finally end up calling her. I said, I don't know why I'm calling you. She's like, well, I don't know why I answer the phone because I don't ever answer calls I don't know. She's like, this is just crazy that I even answered. I said, well, here's the deal. I feel like God wants me to call you. She's like, okay. I was like, well, who are the bears for? She's like, well, my two girls. My neighbor, I said, okay, well, tell me about your two girls. Like, do they have, you know, favorite animal? And she's like, well, what do you have? I was like, well, I have koalas for them right now. She's like, I love, or not koalas, but panda bears. She's like, I love that. No, that's great. I said, well, tell me about your neighbor. And she said, well, my neighbor, her and her husband lost their infant tragically nine months ago. And she said, uh... She said, they're believing God to get pregnant again, but they just need the strength to try. Because, again, the trauma, the fear. And immediately God spoke to me and said, if you had sent that bear with those baby clothes on it, it would have, done more, it, it would have been more damaging than what it was for. It was supposed to be a gift with the word of God in it. God cared so much. He had me call this lady when I'm watching 50 kids on the playground to find out, take those clothes off, and actually don't even give her that bear. Give her this. And I gave her a tiger. Had nothing to do really with a kid. It, what's her favorite color? Purple. We put a purple. Loves it. She loved it. It was a blessing. But can you imagine if I hadn't called just being led by the Holy Spirit. So that, that is payback. Back to my payback. That is payback. <laughs> so we really need to stop putting up with the devil. We need to get angry. We need to put our foot down. Because my Bible says that I am the head, not the tail. And we are supposed to be crushing his head. We need to be the overcomers, being victorious in every situation. It's written on the doors as you walk out, 2 Corinthians 2.14. And that's why pastor always has a saying, we release, our victory releases a fragrance everywhere we go. It's so important that we, that's not just something we have to say to each other and it's all awkward and you look in each other's eyes and you're like, oh, this is so awkward. It means something, it is so 
important to get that into us. So again, our tolerance level has to get down to zero. It has to be at zero. You get that headache, don't just go for the Advil. No, you fight that thing. You fight the little things so when the big things come, you're ready. You are ready. So there's over 100 scriptures, and actually I think it's more like 149, scriptures in the Bible about healing. This seems like a pretty important topic for God. So I'm going to read a couple scriptures to you, and I want you to be listening to the resemblance. There's one word I want you to be looking out for. Isaiah 53, 5 tells us that by his stripes, we are healed. Proverbs, and I'm sorry, I'm going to go kind of fast through these. She's back there trying to get them up. <laughs> Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Psalm 103, 2 through 3. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. Matthew 8, 16. When evening came, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with the word, and healed all who were ill. Matthew 14, 14. This is the last one. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them and healed all who were sick. Do you see the common word in all those? All. Right? Healing to all their flesh, who heals all your diseases, and healed all who were ill, and healed all who were sick. All were healed. I'm all. You're all. We're all. He heals all. By his stripes we are healed. And we're healed. So I, I want to touch briefly on why don't we see more people healed. And I really want to be careful here because all of us have had situations where we prayed for something and didn't see the outcome that we were hoping. God is not a man that he should lie. When we don't see what we are praying for, that doesn't make God's word untrue. This is not a place of shame or guilt or even judgment. But such an amazing opportunity to draw closer to our healer and to every day understand his word a little more. I encourage all of us, really look at what the Bible says about healing. What does the word of God say about healing? You will be amazed amazed. I'm the one, the voice in those modules, and I don't even put all of the healing scriptures in. There's no time. 
They're 30 minutes, and I'd love to have longer, but I just can't find a module that'll do it longer. Um, and, I mean, there's so many verses. Again, I just want to touch base on we all have things we battle every day, whether it's a headache, sinus issues, And the battle needs to start. The battle needs to start immediately. We need to gain that confidence. And every battle is different. Some things you're like, oh, I got that. No, I'm not getting a headache. Mm -mm. No, I know I'm healed from that. But tonight, I started to lose my voice. <laughs> Nobody told me not to sing three services or two services and then preach. Nobody told me that. Anyways. So I started to lose my voice. And I just kept saying, no. No. And I told the devil, I will get up there. I will whisper this message if I have to. I will whisper. I will claw my way up to that stage. <laughs> and I will whisper it. And the more I said no, and I wasn't like, oh, I better not use my voice. No, I worshiped. No, I'm going to worship my God, who is my healer. I'm going to worship my God, who is my healer. And guess what? Guess whose voice is right here, right now, healed and whole, because God said, I am your healer, and you will preach today. You will sing today. It's in the little things. But immediately, my biggest fear is when I start to lose my voice. I have a lot of things I use my voice for. And today I realized, not anymore. Not anymore, just like with the chest pains and the, no, no. We have to start realizing how much we have inside of us. I'm preaching to me. This is just as much for me. So back to why aren't we seeing more healing? And I have to propose, again, it's just too easy to rush to a doctor. I heard this one sermon or, or story of two pastors talking, and one's from America, one's from Africa. And, and this is a real story. And he's out in Africa visiting this church, and, and people are being raised from the dead. Limbs are being regrown. And the American pastor just says, what are you guys doing out here? I mean, how do we, what is this? And he says, I almost want to do the accent because he did it, but I'm terrible with accents. I gave it to Nevaeh too. She's terrible too. <laughs> but he said, we don't have hospitals on every corner like you guys do. We either get healed or we die. That's it. Literally, that's it. I want to go to 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1. It says, we are to be imitators of Christ. Christ never allowed sickness in his body. The definition of the word posture is this, to assume a certain attitude or behavior in a certain way, to be strategic. 
So I want to go over four keys on how do we remain in this posture. Number one, we have to be 100% convinced. We have to know what the word says about our healing. We have to know that we know that we know that we know it is God's will that we are healed. That we be healed. That Jesus paid for it on the cross. In James 1.8, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. One foot in belief and one foot out of belief. I don't want to be a wind-whipped wave worrying my prayers, not receiving anything. He either is our healer or he's not. Number two, we have to train every day. Just like a sports team, we have to train every day, build up our endurance so that we're ready to stand, ready to fight, even the small things like a headache. And we need to stop claiming things. Oh, it's my allergies. Oh, I get this every year. I do it. I'm not like judging anyone. But we have to watch our words. That does not belong to us. Just because it's not keeping us from work and all that, that thing would kill us if it could. And we have to think of it like that. When we fight for our kids, that thing, maybe it's just a cold. If it could, it would kill your kid. God gave me that word this morning. That thing would murder my kid if it could. And when you think of it like that, when you think of someone who's like, I'm going to kill your kid, what would you do? What would you do? You'd, you'd get a little gangster. I mean, like, I'm talking Rachel Rebel right now. A little, a little, like, cray-cray. Anyway, number three, watch and be alert. We watch and are alert. We have the helper, the truth, the Holy Spirit inside of us who is always ready to guide us so that we're not caught off guard. But that means spending time with him. We have to have a prayer life. We have to know the Father's heart. We have to keep close to him, especially in these days. We have to be led by the Holy Spirit. We have to hear his voice. We have to. We have to. I once heard somebody say casual Christians will be casualties. Right? And I don't ever forget that. Casual Christians will become casualties. And how sad, how many will become casualties? Peter 5.8 says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Don't wait until a pain feels serious or is unbearable. It is illegal and must be evicted immediately. You speak to your body that way. I evict you. I evict you out of my kid right now in Jesus' name. And I just went to a Mark Hankins. Oh, I just saw him, I don't know, a month ago or something, two, a couple weeks ago. And he was talking about the blood. Now, I thought I really had a good idea, and, and I was pretty strong. And, yes, the blood of Jesus. Went, I walked out of that meeting going, the blood of Jesus. Why am I not putting the blood of Jesus on everything? At every moment and every place. What we have in the blood of Jesus? Why are we not using it? 
We get so complacent. Okay, number four, don't be afraid. This is the biggest one. Don't let fear get even a small hold on you. Fear is the opposite of faith. Psalms 34, 4 through 5 says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. He delivered me from all my fears. He answered me. Our Father wants us to live a long life. It is not his will. He is not teaching us something. He does not put sickness on us. We can learn something through it. He can turn anything around for good. But it is not his will. Because you cannot do what he has called you to do if you are sick or dead. Or trapped in trauma. You'll never get to what God has for you if you're holding on to past traumas and hurts and pains and unforgiveness. That was such a good word this morning. Oh. So, number one, 100% convinced. Number two, train every day. Number three, watch and be alert. Number four, don't be afraid. We have to stay on the offense, attacking. How many times have I just sat on the sideline like, well, hopefully it doesn't come. I'm just happy over here. I don't have to really work. I don't have to really fight. I don't have to, you know, run. We have to get, no, I'm getting stronger. I have endurance to stay out on this field. So many of my battles have happened right at bedtime. And you're tired. And that is what's so great about the body is you can call on the body. There's nothing wrong if you are on the defense and you have to study real quick on the healing scriptures. You get them out. You call everybody you know. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's a higher place God wants us. We have to rise above. We are sitting with him. We have to see ourselves sitting up here. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. The kingdom. We have to start living with eyes to see the kingdom all around us. There is no sickness in the kingdom. And I could say a 10 more words, 50 more words. There's no that in the kingdom. There's no that in the kingdom. I want to read this story. <clears throat> Can you imagine a tightrope? And I'm sure many of you have heard this, but it's like my first time the other day and I loved it. Can you imagine a tightrope stretched over a quarter of a mile and spanning the breadth of Niagara Falls? The thundering sound of the pouring water drowning out all other sounds as you watch a man step onto the rope and walk across. The stunning feat made Charles Blondin famous in the summer of 1859. He walked 160 feet above the falls several times back and forth between Canada and the United States as huge crowds on both sides looked on with shock and awe. 
Once he crossed in a sack, once on stilts, another time on a bicycle, and once he even carried a stove and cooked an omelet. On July 15th, Blondin, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, walked backward across the tightrope to Canada and returned pushing a wheelbarrow. The Blondin story is told that it was after pushing a wheelbarrow across while blindfolded, the Blondin asked for some audience participation. The crowds had watched and ooed and awed. He had proven that he could do it. Of that, there was no doubt. But now he was asking for a volunteer to get into the wheelbarrow and take a ride across the falls with him. It is said that he asked his audience, do you believe I can carry a person across in this wheelbarrow? Of course, the crowd shouted, yes, yes, we believe it. It was then that Blondin posed the question, who will get into the wheelbarrow? Of course, none did. This paints such an amazing story of faith. Oh, we can sing about it all day. We can lift our hands, all of that. But when you're in the battle, when you're fighting for your child, when someone calls, are you getting in the wheelbarrow? It's easy to, to talk about it. Are you going to get in it? Are you going to get in it? Oh, glory to you, God. Can okay, I have you stand up one more time before we leave? Like I said, I, I work with kids all day. Everything I do, it's very simple. So in my mind, I need simple, show me how to do this. What does this look like? What does this look like in the midst of fighting? We raise our hands. We raise our hands. We raise our hands. Glory to you, God. We sing and shout to him. Glory. Glory. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Father God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. We laugh. You might have to start it. Ha, 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 ha. Until all of a sudden you're like, that is funny. This is funny that you're even coming on my body. Do you know who I am? You dare come into my body? I'm not even so. Please, please. Please. And then we speak the word. We speak the word. By your stripes I am healed. You are the God who heals me. Glory to you, God. Write these things in your heart. We have to write these things in our heart and know that we know that we know. Because we are just a phone call away from someone needing us to know what the answer is. Yeah. 
We have to know what the answer is. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory. Absolutely. So what we're going to do right now, everybody in this room has something they're battling. Mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally. And tonight, you don't need anybody to lay hands on you. You can receive it for yourself. There's nothing wrong with getting prayed for. We will pray for you. We absolutely will pray for you. But I want everyone in a posture right now to receive whatever it is that you've believing for, that you've been believing for on the sideline. You need to say right now, I'm getting in the wheelbarrow. I'm getting in. I'm getting in tonight. Tonight is the night I'm getting in my wheelbarrow because you have it inside of you. You have it inside of you. You already have it inside of you. This is how I fight my battles. Their hands up. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. You dance. You dance in the presence of our king. This is how I fight my battles. 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 Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Oh, Father God, right now. Right now, Lord Jesus, put your hands on whatever. If it's your mind... If it's your heart, if it's your knee, whatever it is, you put your hand there. You put your hand there. You put your hand right there. Father God, we thank you for your healing, for your power, Lord God. Glory to you, God. We thank you. We thank you, Father God. Glory to you, God. This is how I fight my battles. 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 Glory, 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 Jesus. Glory to you, God. All sing to him, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory, glory to Jesus. 
Oh, glory to you, God. Oh, holy. Oh, glory, glory, glory to you, God. Glory, glory, Lord Jesus. Glory to you, God. There's nothing wrong with getting your hands laid on. There's nothing wrong with that. But you can do this at home. You do this every day. You do this on your way to work. You fight your battles. Glory to you, God. Sing this one more time with me. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, Jesus Christ, Almighty God. Glory to you, God. Glory to you, God. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And th thank you, Jamie, for that word. Glory to God. Come on, that's timely. It will always be timely because we never seem to get it. But we got to stay on the offensive. Come on, we got to stay on the offensive. Come on, don't wait. Don't wait until the tragedy comes to finally, you know, start trying to believe this. Come on, we got to stay on that offensive. Amen. Come on. You know, it would be crazy. It would, you, you, it would right, you would right, be, what am I trying to say? You would be right in thinking we were crazy if we never saw results. But we do. And we have. Man, once you get a taste of the glory, right? Once you get a little taste of the glory, you see what it tastes like, right? You get a little glimpse of what's, what the atmosphere of heaven is. You can't help but chase it. And you can't help but believe for it. Come on. And we got to build ourselves up in our faith. I mean, I'm, man, the first time I got on the bench press and tried to bench 225, I couldn't do it. I didn't get upset with myself. I said, man, I got I to gotta train. I got to practice. So you start with just a small amount of weight and then you grow. Man, your faith is a muscle. You got to grow that thing and you got to work it. Come on, because like, you can't, like she said, you can't be in faith and in doubt at the same time. It doesn't work that way. And man, we're not crazy. It happens. Come on, I'll give you just a quick testimony because like, uh, you know, when Leo walked in here, we had a, something like that a few years ago. A youth kid came in, broke his wrist skateboarding and he went to the doctor had x-rays to prove it he was in the third row he said will you pray for my wrist me and jordan todd prayed for this kid's wrist i kid you not snap pop we heard it and this kid goes what the <laughs> and then he takes his thumb and he bends it all the way to his wrist and he goes no effing way <laughs> just like that and there's been times we've prayed for people, and you don't see something. I don't necessarily know where the disconnect is, but I like what she said, man. We get too complacent and comfortable with where we're at, and there's so many distractions here, man. Andrew Womack said this, until you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're never going to see the miraculous in your life. No, and we tend to fight a battle. be like, I'm up for a good fight, and we fight it for two days, and we say, I guess God doesn't want to heal me. No. 
come on. There's been people who fight that thing for years and years and years. And it's not like God's like, I'm just going to wait. No, there's so many things that we don't necessarily know. But I do know that God's word is true. Come on, and you go to these different places, and people are so hungry. You've got to develop a hunger for the, for the word. You've got to develop a hunger for these things. My, my wife went to Panama, and they brought a blind lady up to my wife. She prayed for her, and instantaneously that lady got healed. It wasn't anything special to do with, my, you know, with, with what Brittany could offer, but that lady was just so ready to receive. Like you said, in these, in these other countries, people either get healed or they die, and they have no other choice. And so we got to get to that point, man. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Again, don't lose that hope. Stay on the offensive. Come on, that's so important. It's so crucial. And the things like she was saying, a headache. Come on, I so quickly we're just like, yeah, Advil, perfect, easy, awesome, done. <laughs> no. Come on. We can't settle for that type of stuff. But it starts with the little things. Man, what did Jesus say? That he who is faithful with little will be faithful with much. I'm kind of taking that a little bit out of context, but it's the same thing. You have to be able to apply your faith to the very little things in order to attack the big things in life. Um, man, come on. Let's just lift our hands one more time. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your healing power. That's at work in our bodies, Father God. I pray that we don't lose hope, we don't get complacent, we don't grow tired, we don't jump to the easy uh, man-made remedy that in most cases is just masking symptoms, but you want to get to the root of the problem and you want to change us from the inside out, Father God. I pray that our faith is strong enough. You know, when Jesus said, O ye of little faith, he wasn't talking about the amount of faith, he was talking about the time frame. He was talking about how long it was. You, you had short-term faith. So I pray, Father God, that we would have long-term faith, that we see the promise, no matter how long it takes or how little it takes, Father God, but we would just believe you at your word each and every day. We take your word like a medicine, man. If a doctor came in and said, take these pills every day, you'll be healed, I guarantee you we would all be doing that. I pray, Father God, that we would treat your word the exact same way. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, healing power come, Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Well, before we go, we want to do one thing. Uh, we want to pray out somebody. Rylan, if you would come up. This is one of our young adults, Rylan Hernandez. He's an awesome blessing. Um, he's been with us for quite some time. And if you've come to the church for a few years, you might have heard this guy do some of his spoken words. He has a great call, a great ministry on his life. God's blessed him uh, when it comes to um, words and, and rhythm and poetry and just how he puts those things together. It's anointed and he blesses uh, people who hear it. And uh, he's, he's uh, stepping out on a new adventure. You're going to California. Yep. Uh, you know exactly what you'll be doing? No. Not I'm yet. In wheelbarrow. I'm in the he's in the wheelbarrow. <laughs> Amen. So uh, we're excited to see what God's going to do for you. We're going to miss you. But uh, you'll be back. I, I presume you're going to be coming back and forth a little bit. Um, so that's awesome. Why don't you guys stretch your hands out uh, with me as we pray for um, Rylan here. Father God, I just thank you for Rylan and who he is, who you've called him to be, Father God, and who you've made yourself uh, clearly evident to be in his life, Father God. I pray that you keep on revealing yourself to him, that he falls more and more in love with you, Father God, as he jumps out on this new faith journey, Father God, that you would grow him, strengthen him from the inside out, Father God. I pray that the eyes of his understanding would be flooded with light, that he understands and knows the hope of his calling, Father God, that you would strengthen him with power on the inside, that he would be rooted and grounded 
founded in love that Jesus Christ would dwell in his heart richly through faith, Father God. You said that if we acknowledge you in all of our ways, you would direct our paths. So I thank you, Father God. As Ryland acknowledges you, you will direct his paths. You said that uh, the steps of a man are ordered by the Lord, and you take great pleasure in them. So I thank you that you take great pleasure in Ryland and what he's doing. And as he puts his trust in you, Father God, as he seeks first the kingdom, that all these other things will be added unto him. I pray that he doesn't have to chase all these things and be worried about what he's, what he's going to do, all these natural needs and provisions, Father God. You've already got that taken care of. He needs to seek first the kingdom of God and your righteousness, and those things will be added unto him. So I thank you, Father God, that he goes out from here with the right mindset, knowing that uh, it's you who, are, you who are his provider. You are the provider, Father God, not in what he, he can do, Father God, but it's in what you can do. So he would, like you said, get in that wheelbarrow and uh, take the journey of faith, and you're going to bless his path, Father God. You're going to give him new opportunities, Father God. I pray for divine favor. Um, he, already, he already has it with you, but I thank you that he's going to have it with, with uh, people, Father God, where he goes. I thank you for doors of opportunity, divine connections. In the name of Jesus, we send him out blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I rejoice over you with great joy and with singing. I will always love you and never accuse you. Rest in my love for you, my beloved son, for you're special in my sight. I'm smiling down on you tonight, my beloved one. You're a delight and a blessing to my heart. You're a delight and a blessing to my children. You're a delight and a blessing to my kingdom. The end is not yet, the, the best is yet to be, my son. You're coming into your finest hour. You're going to be used to touch many lives for me before you see my face and tell the story saved by grace. For I am the Lord your God. I've commanded the light to shine out of darkness. I've shone deep in your heart to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of my lovely son, Jesus Christ. And I will use you even to bring healing to many broken hearts. Uh, you will see creative miracles, new limbs. You will, I see oil dripping off your hands, my brother, and I know the Lord's going to use you mightily as you move to California. He will open doors that are now closed. He will make a way where there is no way, and you will be strong in him, and wherever you go, you'll be like a lighthouse for King Jesus, Amen. and the light of Amen. Jesus will fly out from you in all directions, and you'll bring the light into the darkness, and you'll see many young men, especially that have substance abuse problems. You'll see them set free. In the mighty name of Jesus, I see you prophesying, I see you encouraging and edifying and building up uh, the body of Christ. I see, ha, 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 into, so bless them. I see, I see much, you're gonna to touch many people for the Lord. You're not gonna only travel throughout this nation, but throughout Europe. In Africa and different parts of the world, I see much travel for you. I see you've been greatly blessed. I see many stars in your crown. I see you standing before the Lord at the beam of seat. And I see it takes three angels to carry to you your soul winner's crown. Because there'll be so many stars in it, my, my brother. So bless my brother, Father. Uh, may every step he takes be of the Lord. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. He delights in each step he takes. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, so Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, just lift your hands with me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Man, he's good. Thank you, Lord. We're sending you out blessed. In Jesus' name. Yeah. All right. Love you, man. Love you, too. Thank you, John. Talking about Jamie's healing. 
You know, I just, re I just had another concussion recently, and I've had like 12 concussions in my life, I think. But I've had prayer warriors in my family since before I was born, and they've been praying for me the entire way. And I can remember things back to when I was two years old, and that's God's favor and that's God's protection because the stupidity and the things that I put myself in, he was always there. And now that I've answered and I've listened and I said, all right, Lord, I'm done trying to do it my way. I'm going to do it your way, and I'm going to get out of your way so that we can get to the better way and a better word. So regardless of what, what the... The thing is that's holding you back, just know that he is greater and he is stronger. And he will see you through even when you don't know he's there. So thank you for that word, Jamie. And thank you guys because you guys are my home and it's been such a blessing to me. All right. Hallelujah. He's good there. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that's it for this week. Um, am I missing anything? You'll find her. She, she might be in the foyer. Yeah. You can pray for her after. Okay. All right. Let's uh, dismiss. Say this as we go. What God did in Christ Jesus far exceeds any damage done to me by Adam's fall. Make it a great week. We'll uh, see you next week. Come 8.30, 10.30, 6 p.m.